This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We just shooting podcasts back to back to back. Today, we're going to do something really interesting because I think there's a lot of people out there that want advice on shit and they don't really know who to go to. Because mm-hmm. I think growing up too, like for me, um, if I wanted advice, I always had like a group of friends to go to. Okay. But not everybody has that shit. Right. I think that's why the internet helps out a lot of people. People look uh, for advice and there's a lot of people who say that watching like certain videos like JK News and even my videos, oh, yeah. they're like, yo, you guys helped me grow up into the person that I am today. I'm yeah. like, you must be a piece of shit. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Right. But um yeah, there's just some people out there who don't really have a strong group around them. And so I think advice is really hard to come by sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I know for me growing up, I always had my my uh, close group of friends. Yeah. I And even now, the, the person that actually go to the most for advice is actually my mom. Really? She's a wise-ass fucking asshole, dude. She's mm. fucking wise as shit. She's crazy, but she's really wise. So even whenever I went through issues with... Uh, with Mariel, I would call my mom and say, yo, what, what should I do with this situation? Were you like that growing up? Were you just, uh, this happened like maybe a couple years ago? No, I didn't talk to my mom at all, man, mm. growing up. It was it was weird because I had this moment with my parents where, um, not my parents, my mom, she used to call me uh, all the time. I'd ignore that call. I don't want to fucking talk to her. Mm. Uh, in college, she had a rule. She goes, well, now that you're off in college and you're away from home, the only thing that I ask of you is that on Friday you give me a call and then you uh, let me know what's going on. That's it. Just, just give me like one a call. recap. Just a, little, a recap. Yeah. I would not do it. I would, I would forget it all the time. So yeah. she would just call me, cursing me out. She goes, you stupid son of a bitch. Oh, in wow. Korea. Oh, my mom curses up a storm oh, in Korea. Wow. She's like, you motherfucker. Like, you act like you didn't grow up with anybody in your life. She goes, whenever you come back home, don't even think about coming back. You're fucking dead to me. Like screaming or oh shit my like that. Gosh, yeah. like, that's nothing, dude. She has told me to kill myself. She has done plenty of home. shit. <laughs> That's that's mom. That's Korean. Mom Korean I was gonna say that, that's oh, a, it's in Korean. I feel like things in Korean are uh, they're very harsh, but the the meaning is less, right? Mm. So there's like a famous uh, like a typical saying in Korean when you're angry is chugule or like chukshpa, which means like you want to fucking die. Mm. You know. So she said that to me all the time, man. <laughs> all the fucking time. She you would fucking die. Yeah. It's like you want to die. It's like yo, who talks to the kids like this? Yeah. But she would get mad at me all the time, and I remember this one time where. I was I was in LA. I was just driving around, and uh, it was when I had my Camry, and my shit wasn't working. Like my radio wasn't working, so mm-hmm. I didn't have anything else to do. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll call my mom, put on my little earbud," and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And then she just she was like, "Oh, well, look who decided to call suddenly, mm-hmm. right, Mister mm-hmm. Fucking Big Shot over yeah, here, yeah. giving me all this attitude." Yeah. And then we just started chopping it up, and then afterwards, I I got off the phone. I reached my destination. My dad, um, I talked to my dad uh, a week or so later, and he goes, "Dude, your mom was in the best mood when you called her." Mm. I said, like, "Oh, she just wants to talk." 
I didn't know that yeah. shit. I thought she was calling me because she wanted to nag me about yeah. shit. But she just wanted a conversation with her son because right. she was just bored. So. Oh, yeah. No, I ha- I've had those moments, bro. Because, yeah, because yeah, since I moved out here, my brother and my dad, uh, my mom, my mom, uh, she she calls me probably like um, every every now and then. It's not really yeah. that big. But when my mom, when my brother and my dad, they call me almost every day. And it got to the point where I was just like, I would see their call. And I'm like, oh my god, okay, yeah, hello, yep, nah, I'm cool, yep, same shit, yeah, same, yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it, but it, but it it took me to, you know, realize like, yo, they they, you know, that like my brother, we're like we're like best friends, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, he trolled me growing up, but like, we, that's just how we were, like Mario and Luigi, like it was yeah. just like. So when I moved out here, I can tell that he really just calls me just because he wants to hear from his brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying with your mom. It's like, yeah, I just want to see how my brother's doing. Yeah. You know? And so I I being in LA always on the go, you know how it is, bro. You just moving, you got all these different worries, stresses, and all these dealing with stuff in, in, in this business that you forget to give them a call. Yeah. You know, and when they call you, you're like, Yeah, no, it's cool. It's almost about, it's almost like all your frustrations go out on that on that phone call. It's like, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I still haven't got I haven't heard it's an audition that you don't hear. Like if you, if you don't make it, then they don't call they don't call you to say you don't make it. You yeah. just find out in the movie when you see it. You're yeah. not in that bitch. You know what I mean? So they yeah. don't understand the world that we're coming from. So they ask a lot of questions just mm-hmm. out of curiosity. But sometimes it just gets annoying. Yeah. And then we have to kind of manage our emotions because sometimes I feel that I get irritated at stuff that they ask that if somebody else asked, I wouldn't be so irritated. Oh, I hate that I do that. Yeah. I hate that I do that. This, uh, you, do you, are you familiar with who uh, Esther Perel is? Mm-mm. Okay, Esther, Esther Perel, bro. She is a, a, a relationship coach and therapist, right? Yeah. Uh, and she's from, I think, uh, well, she knows like seven different languages. She's from like the Europeans, like the Europe out there. I th- where was it? I think it was like actually like Russia or something. I don't mm. know. But... Um, She's really. She has a, two famous TED talks, and they talked about like um, one of them was like infidelity, and another one was like viewing um, the relationship differently and stuff like that. But she was talking about how to talk to your spouse or your loved one the same way you would talk to your coworker. Yeah, the same way you, when you come when you come not not like a coworker that you hate, but like the same way. No, 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 not that coworker. The same way you talk to a customer. Yeah, the same way you talk to a customer. You're like, hey, how you doing? How's your day? Is everything going well? This whole thing, yeah. But when you come home, you're like, uh, she was like, oh, how did your day, baby? You're like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. Um, yep. You're very short and shit like that. And I'm like, oh, I do that all the time. I say things to, I respond to my girl way differently than I would respond to my homie. Yeah. You know? It's For sure. And, and, and there's other factors to that, too, because it would be easy just to break it down like that. But it's because, number one, you're around that person all the time. Mm. So it seems repetitive and cyclical, mm. right? So mind you, if I was around whatever your homie 24 fucking seven probably be the same fucking way yeah. it's, it's not so much that that person that you're with uh you're you're treating that way because oh i i'm kind of taking them for granted which it might be a little bit of that but it's just it, you, you, it's just like you're telling the same story over and over again to the same person mm. so you don't feel like it needs to be said like yeah. even with uh, my lady when i'm hanging out and let's say i come back home and she says she goes how was your day that's the last thing I want to talk about because mm. I just had to deal with it. Even on the customer service aspect, right? Let's say you're working in customer service and she says, why can't you talk to me like when you talk to these customers when they come in, you ask them how their day is because mm. I don't give a fuck about them. Oh, you're actually not even, I don't even care about your answer. I'm an autopilot right exactly. now. Exactly. I'm not actually wondering hey, how Hey, how you doing? Fucking, How's your day going? Yeah. And you're not, you're, they start talking, you're like, oh man, she's yeah. supposed to tell me. 
yeah, I'm not interested in their shit. Yeah. You know, with you, I just like, for me, how I explain it to her is that when I come home or if, if I'm having a long day and you come home and you come at me with all this energy, yeah. I just need like 30 minutes to reset and then I could be interested in what you're saying. Man, that, yeah, that's my girl, bro. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm the other side of it where I, I'm thinking, you know, you know what it is? It, it makes it even worse is because when she comes home, she has this dog that's like super huge and it's like her child. Yeah. Right? So she sees the dog. She's like, hey, how you doing? Oh my God. You're so, hey, handsome. Like wow. telling the dog. And she, she's like, hey, babe. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like, yo, what's up? And then I feel dumb because I can't say I'm jealous of this dog. Yeah. Like the energy that you're giving the dog. Why can't I get that? It, it feels like a dumb argument, but it's like, I'm, I'm, it, it's, it's somewhat valid because it's yeah. like, what's the energy that you're giving the dog that you're not giving me? And then what, how can we fix that? Or, or, or what needs to happen? Because I also like, I like, I like uh, being acknowledged when you come home. Like, yeah. you know, not just like walk straight past and you got to go to the room and undress. But you, like you're saying, it makes sense because you're talking about resetting. Yeah. But it's just, it's just a, a small thing of like, hey, babe, and then you can still do whatever you got to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, 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 I would get mad when she would just walk in. Well, first... Well, you, she should say hi at least. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But also, like uh, coming in the uh, on the phone, uh, coming in the house on yeah. the phone. That's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, coming in on the phone, and I also try to because I, you know, it happens. You know, because I'm not. It's weird when you stay outside on the phone because then it's like, who the fuck are they talking to? Like they can't talk to you in the house. Yeah. So that's a little weird. Yeah. But like when you're going to the house, that should be your 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 way of getting off the phone of like, all right, well, I just got home. So then you stay on the phone. Now you're just like, okay. Or like, you just feel like a piece of furniture. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah I mean, yeah. like, cause they're just still on the phone and they're walking around and it's like, and I get it. If it's like a very deep conversation, you're, with, you're on the phone with your mom or something like that. But I don't know. It's just a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. I mean, every, everybody's different. How do you, you feel I, about that? You and I are opposites, right? So okay. when she comes home and I'm laying down and I'm still working on some stuff, she comes in. She goes, hey, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you about my day. I'm just like, oh, gosh, shut the fuck up. Oh, you know? gotcha. But because but, I just need uh, time to switch modes because mm. I'm still, even though I'm at the house, I'm still working. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. when she comes in, she's actually coming in disturbing my work. So I need to give me 30 minutes. So I'm like, oh, I got to be a fiance Because she's checked out. She, so when she comes home, she's, she's checked, out. checked out. She's like, everything's right. You're still in your I'm zone. I'm still in my zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. still, you know me by myself type of person so mm-hmm. i just need like 30 minutes for me to reset so i could be the better boyfriend let me get in boyfriend mode yeah so uh, it just i i need that little time yeah and so i I'm, I'm pretty sure for her when she comes and sees the dog the dog can't talk right the yeah. dog is always the same thing every time yeah greets her like she, like the dog hasn't seen her in four thousand yeah, years she says that she's right? like well yeah he comes running toward me with his tongue hanging out and i <laughs> yeah so it's yeah, one of those things where you know, and dogs don't talk back. It's just mm-hmm. she's just getting what she needs from the dog, and right. that's about it. Yeah. So with the uh, with human interaction, it's different. When you say how you're doing, there's actually a conversation that happens after she's done petting the dog. The dog goes away. Yeah. So it's it's a very one sided relationship. Mm. When somebody opens up that door and they come in and they go, "Hey, how was your day? What are you doing?" Now she has to interact and she has to be engaged mm. after she was just doing that at work the whole fucking time. Right. So. I'm pretty sure if I don't know if you had this conversation with her, and I'm pretty sure she just resets for like 20 minutes, gets her shit done, relaxes, yeah. gets in her comfortable clothes. She has clothes. to go pee. She always has to go pee. Her, yeah. her, her bladder is completely full all day. Apparently, that, that's, that's, that's girls, dude. Yeah, yeah. She, she has to go go pee, and then she has to change out of her out of her scrubs, changes, mm-hmm. and then you know, then it's like, okay, what do you want to eat? 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, and then I'm the dick where I'm like, well, hello. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I've been fucking waiting for you all day. Well, that's dope, though, because I think Mariel would prefer that because it makes her feel like she's wanted and missed. Mm. Right? Because I'll be real. She ain't missed. Uh, <laughs> because it hasn't been that long because I know that she's coming back. Like, she's missed if I travel. Mm. Right, so she goes, and, and I don't know why it always makes me feel weird when she goes, are you going to miss me? And in my mind, I'm like, it's only two days. Mm. Like, relax. But then yeah. if I leave and then yeah. I'm in my hotel by myself, I'm like, oh, I guess I do miss her. Yeah. I just want her to give me that opportunity to say it when I- Let me, yes, let yeah. me say it. I don't like that, bro. Yeah. I don't like the, oh, do you miss me? And I'm like, yes, but like- Let me say it. Let me say it. It seems forced. Yeah, let me say it. You know what I mean? It becomes really awkward for me, like at that moment when she says, do you miss me? Yeah. It, it seems very uh, insincere. Yeah. Right? So yeah. how I would equate it is sometimes when people aren't ready to say, I love you, and then you ask them, do you love me? It becomes really awkward. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I, I feel it, yeah. but then it's not the moment for me to say it. Right. So for her, when I leave and then I'm chilling in the hotel by myself a day later, I'm like, hey, I really miss you. She goes, but you couldn't say it to me when I asked you because you put me on the spot, bitch. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Like, I'm right. not ready. Right. You and know? then and then also, I don't know if this is uh, worse, but if they tell you, if they text you, hey, I miss you, like, that's already that's the same thing it's you're now you're obligated to say it back but mm-hmm. what if i'm not ready to miss you yet you like what like, if i'm still kind of good <laughs> just write three letters k-o-o cool <laughs> <laughs> then you get your ass beat oh, when you come right, back home right that's cool done. yeah yeah bro yeah. we had this thing too where i told her i loved her in like the first like few months that we were together oh, right? yeah me too and then i was like yeah man. i was Love like boys yeah i told her i was like I, I think i could really fall in love with you is what i said right mm. and she wasn't ready for that shit but i was pretty confident in it yeah. And lo and behold, we're, we're engaged. Yeah. So for her, I used to say, I, when, when we did start saying I love you to each other, I said it to her all the time. Mm. But she would never say it back. Mm. She maybe said it back a couple of times. And I told you, when you're comfortable with it, you're fine. Yeah. Lo, lo and behold, I put a ring on her. She says I love you all the time now. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And she goes, you don't say I love you like you used to back in the day. I was like, uh, well, guess what, bitch? You scarred me. Yeah. I said I love you for fucking four years right. straight. You never said yeah. it back to me. You rare. No, I'm going to say never. You rarely said it back to mm-hmm. me. And now I'm tired. You emptied the clip. Yeah. I'm the love you. I don't have any more ammo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was no, you didn't fill, my, you didn't fill up my fucking shit back up. So yeah. now I'm like, now when I say I love you, it's few and far between because you conditioned me mm. to not say it as much because yeah. it made you feel uncomfortable. So now I'm working back to saying I love you more often mm-hmm. because it became awkward for me because I kept saying it. And I never got it back. Yeah. And so I was trying to explain to her that, explain that to her. And she's just like, no. Now she goes, I guess I won't say I love you anymore at, at all. I said, like, that's not fair because you made this condition happen. I was fine saying I love you all yeah, the time. I grew yeah. up in a family. We said I love you all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. But now that you didn't say it to me for like three or four years, like comfortably, now I'm conditioned to feel weird about it. So just mm. give me some time and I'll work back to it. Right, right, right. Yeah. I say I like saying it randomly. Like yeah. I don't because uh, you know you have the time where it's like of course when you're leaving to work. Okay, I love you. Bye. Have a good day. Yep. Or or when you uh you know before when you say good night, I love you type of thing. But I'm I'm very like out of nowhere. You know, uh-huh. sometimes I scream her up, babe. And she's like, well, what? I love you. <laughs> I love you too. How yeah. long have you guys been together? Uh, we've been together almost two years now. Living together almost two years now. Oh, yeah. Shit. We're long distance for like eight months, nine months, long distance. And then she moved in uh, January of 2000. Did your relationship get better or worse from that? From? Moving in at first. At moving in at first? Oh, oh, uh, it was, oh, it was, it, we were solid. We were solid, and then it got bumpy, 
due to mistakes done to me, from me. Mm-hmm. You know, I made some mistakes. And like uh, what? What did you do? Oh, it's some bad stuff. <laughs> it's some bad stuff. <laughs> it's some bad stuff, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I slipped up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I slipped up, uh, and you know, she was. It was a it was a crazy time. This is damn. You do do this. You trying to make me cry? No, <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, no. She and she was like very, uh, uh, you know, of course hurt. You know what I mean? But yeah. and, and and for me, this was something that because I've always been honest with her. This was this mm-hmm. was like my first relationship where I've been completely transparent. This podcast is brought to you by Skillshare, my friends. And I'm telling you right now, have you ever ever wondered? how you were going to learn after your traditional education? Are there things that you are curious about in terms of developing a skill, hobbies, entrepreneurial skills? Well, let me tell you something. Skillshare has your back because they offer hundreds and thousands of courses to millions of people that have taken up this offer. Listen, Skillshare for me has been something that I have been enjoying a lot. I am somebody who is a serial hobbyist. Uh, On top of just being a serial hobbyist, I don't just do things in a very lackadaisical way. I actually get serious and I want to learn fundamental basics before I even start anything when it comes to photography, videography, or or anything in those creative aspects or all of the above. That's what I enjoy. Uh, photography and videography is something that I'm personally into. And when I first started getting into it, I didn't learn a lot of the uh, fundamentals uh, when it came to looking at a camera or doing things, which is something that I really regretted. Well, Skillshare has a bunch of courses for somebody like me that wants to get into those hobbies. And it's not just that. There's a bunch of different courses that you guys can get into. Um, it's probably the best thing that I've done for myself so far in terms of uh, pursuing an education outside of traditional education. And I kind of like learning at my own pace. And that's what Skillshare does for me. So check this out. Uh, Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering Genius Brain listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free to sign up go to skillshare.com slash brain again go to skillshare.com slash brain to start your two months now that's skillshare.com slash brain yeah from the beginning i mean i'm talking about like when we're long distance i was like hey i still am out here in la like i'll be flirting or this is that and and you know there was a there's a level of respect that she had because she was like okay you know you're you're being honest I appreciate that, and she she told me her truths and stuff like that, and um, that was like the deal, being yeah. honest, you know. And I, you know, went outside of the relationship, and she was completely hurt because, like, oh, because that, that was the thing. I I tried hiding it. Ah, uh. I tried hiding it, and I went like three months hiding it. And that was a long time, bro. Yeah, and I and yeah, I know, I yeah. know, and I went, and it was so like. It was just eating me up. And what it was is that I went to go uh, to her brother's uh, wedding. And she's one of the brides, uh, bridesmaids, mm-hmm. right? That's what it's called? Yeah. And um, I'm sitting here like, oh, my God, man. This family loves me. And I'm sitting here like this. Is, this is, she, Actually kills you on the inside. Oh, bro. It, it, it's fucking, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's yeah. horrible. You know, if you're a decent human being, if you are a, a, a nice person, you made a mistake like this, yeah, it's going to eat you up yeah. for sure. And so, yeah, I came back home and I, I sat her down. I actually, I actually told her mom that this, I was going to do this when we got back because her mom was like, just tell her when you go home. Don't tell her. 
Here, yeah. Here, yeah, because, you know, she's having a good time with her family, so like that. Yeah. Go home, bro, and uh, I, I, you know, sit her down, and we talk about it. I, I open up to her, and I tell her, and, you know, she has that, you know, when you're so pissed, you have, a, like, a laugh? Yeah. She's like, <laughs> That's scary, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's terrifying. just fucking scary. Yeah, terrifying, man. And uh, she left at first. She was like, she just left. She didn't tell me anything, and she left. And then when she came back, I got, like, a round two yeah. of, like, all the questions. And then uh, that's when, like, the tears were flowing. That's when she was really, like, crying and pissed. Because it goes from shocked, and then it sinks in, mm-hmm. and she starts to feel hurt. Mm-hmm. And then and then she goes to take a shower. Then she comes back, and I was round three. This is where stuff was getting thrown. Of course. Like, that, yeah, then it goes to anger. 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 Yeah, bro. Like, oh, my gosh. So many different emotions. And then this is the, the crazy part, bro. In the middle of the night, it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm, like, I didn't even, like, I didn't sleep on the bed, but I slept on the floor in the room, mm-hmm. but I didn't sleep in the bed with her. And uh, when she she had got up in the middle of the night to go uh, use the restroom, and I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get in the bed. Like, I'm, I'm just going to get in the bed. I'm going to be on the far edge, but I'm, I'm going to get in. So I got in the bed, and I'm sitting there, and then she got in bed, and then... Uh, I say about maybe like 10, 15 minutes go by. She sits up and she was like, hey. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and she was like, I forgive you. Damn. I was like, and I'm, and I'm, I'm face up. Like my, I'm looking at the ceiling and tears are just going down into my ears, bro. Yeah. I'm just like, cause that's such, that's so gracious of her. What? Yeah. You know? And she was just like, I, we've gone through so much, and I've I've gone so far to just let this dumb mistake just ruin what we've. Damn, done. you got yeah. a good one, dude. Oh, bro. Because I thought what you were gonna say is that you were in bed, and then when you looked up, there was a knife at your throat. Oh no 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 <laughs> yeah. no no! no, no, no. That's what you were gonna say. Nah, man. Nah, she she hit me. She hit me with the dagger of love. Damn, dude. Yeah, bro. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, and she she said, "I forgive you," and you know, you made a mistake. And, you know, it's worked this out, you know, and I, you know, got back on it and, you know, was go- it, 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 it still was rough because the trust is gone. Right? Yeah, you got to build that shit back up. Got to build it up. And then, I, you know, I have I you have you have I have my mode of like, you know, OK, I'm, I'm we're going to work through this. We're going to work through this. And then that starts to fade through me because now I'm like. All right. Well, I'm not a fucking zoo animal. Yeah. Like, I, I I don't want to seem like I'm like in prison right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, it's levels to it. Now she is, she is completely, um, you know, valid for her feelings, mm-hmm. right? But it's like there's a different like taking advantage of it of like, no, you can't go out. You're not going. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. That Those boundary things, gets really blurred. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was a very tough thing to work through because there's there's. The communication, bro, to be able to say, yo, I still have to go out and perform. I will come home when I'm done. Either you come with me. If you can't, I just I got to go out. You know, yeah. this is what I, you know, this type, those type of things. So, you know, we, we got through it, man, and worked through it. And, um, you know, we're here. That's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. I think it's it's hard for people to wrap their head around stories like this mm-hmm. because, I think in our mind, um, prior to anybody getting cheated on, mm-hmm. they say, 
I'm worth more than that. So the moment somebody cheats on me, yeah. I'm going to cut it off and I'm going to start it fresh with somebody who really believes that I'm worth that's, it. Yeah, that's the worst, bro. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Well, uh, also on both ends, with yeah. what you said, that was for her perspective, right? Yeah. On my perspective, I feel so bad that she doesn't have a pure guy anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like now she's dealing with somebody who has these permanent scars. Yeah. Or she, and now she has these permanent scars, right? And so you also I you know, I I got I got all you get you, you go all different routes, bro. You get biblical, you get spiritual, you get all these things so that cuz you need something for healing, yeah. right? So it's like now, you know, yeah, there's scars, but now you have to look at the scars as as uh, you know, something that you overcame. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. It's just um and I say that I was probably on the side uh, before, more this way where it's like, yo, if somebody, che- let's say Mariel cheats on me, mm-hmm. it's like a one night stand thing mm-hmm. that I would drop her in a second. And, mm-hmm. I was, and I say that in my mind now, but I think what people forget too is that history, there's a lot of history that binds a relationship together. Mm-hmm. Because when you, you have this, this moment and this fault that happened, mm-hmm. um, are you willing to risk everything that you built up to this point because of a single mistake? Yeah. Because is that mistake definitive of this person's character for the rest of their life? Mm-hmm. Or is this just a mistake that they've made this one time yeah. and that they're going to learn from and get better from? Yeah. So that's where that balance comes in. Because before, I always thought to myself that if I get cheated on, I I would leave them fucking immediately. Yeah. But now I'm thinking if I did, not to, not to say that I'm trying to give her an excuse to do something, yeah. but it's more like... I, I don't know if it would be that easy for me. I yeah. don't think so. I think when I was younger, yeah, or if we were together for two, three months, four months, five months, yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. But and the, yeah, this is, that's the same thing because, you know, she's told me too, like, what would you do, you know? Yeah. And, and I told her, I was like, yeah, I would probably, like, I'd be the same. I'd be pissed. You know, I would want to leave. You know, I want to cut this off. Yeah, especially the male ego of, yeah. you know, what? You're going to, you know, cheat on this. You know what I mean? But yeah, like you said, you don't know. You don't know how you're going to react, you know? It's it's weird because emotions and memories have a lot to do with how you behave in a relationship. Yeah. Because if you've built so many things up, it's 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 sad because there's that weird balance of are you not leaving this person just because you think it's a waste of your time mm-hmm. because you wasted X amount of years and you don't want to start over again? Mm-hmm. Or are you not leaving this person because you truly love this person and you feel like this is the person that you're going to be with for the rest of your life? Yeah. And that's where it really gets muddled up. Yeah. You got to really be strong in your individual choices at yeah. that point, Yeah. which I think a lot of people struggle with a lot because mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just don't fucking know. So for example, I got uh, I was with somebody who... This is a weird situation. So number one, there was a girl that I was dating. This is prior prior to Mariel. And this was like two years before I met Mariel. Mm -hmm. And she got it in her head that I really liked this friend of mine, right? Mm -hmm. That we were like either doing some shit or some other stuff. Mm -hmm. Number one, I was more offended on the fact that out of all the women that you thought that I'd be messing with, it was with that one. I was Mm -hmm. like, disgusting. (laughs) You know, it was like out of all the fucking with that one, that one, right? you know, and I was kind of... And it was weird because we were all hanging out. And I hung out with that girl. Um, and mind you, I used to flirt with that girl a lot. Like, I'd say four years ago. Mm-hmm. But then I got to know her and I was like, fucking whack. And then, so we moved on and we just stayed friends. Yeah. And even then as friends, that girl and I, we hung out maybe once or twice a year yeah. at most. Yeah. Until I got sick of her. So she 
came around and then so she was like yo i haven't seen you in a while let's hang out and i was like cool well my girlfriend's here too let's all hang out together and she knows her so it was me my brother her and my girlfriend it was a group of four people and she was there mm. and i guess you know she and i have a joking relationship we we, we clown each other a lot and so uh that night uh my girlfriend was like yeah i'm not feeling too well so i'm gonna go home i didn't really think much of it i was like oh cool what are you gonna do she goes I, i'm not feeling too well and i have to go hang out with my mom or whatever yeah uh, lo and behold, like a month later, you know, she's, you know, she started feeling a little weird. And then we started talking about, I was like, what's going on? Like, you're acting a little funny. She goes, yeah, I just have something to tell you. I'm like, what's going on? She goes, you know, like a month ago when you were hanging out with, we were all hanging out together. Like, I don't think I've really liked you hanging out with her at all. I was like, hold on a second. And already I was like getting a little nervous. And mm-hmm. I was like, number one, that was the first time I saw her in a year and you were there. Right. You know? So yeah. what's the problem? Like, yeah. that's a weird thing. And Guess what? Before we got together, I asked her, I was like, hey, are you okay with me being friends with her? If not, then I'll tell her that we need to create space and then and she'll be okay with it. Because yeah. we were, we're close, but we're not that close. Okay. Right? And she goes, no, like, I love her. It's great. She said that verbally. Uh, but she was feeling certain ways about it without communicating that mm-hmm. to me. So uh, I guess that night what happened was she went home to go on a, this this other dude, like, really fucks with her, like, really liked her a lot. So she went out to go have dinner with him instead that night. And then, uh, and I was like, Oh, really? That's what you did? Oh, uh, yeah. I did all the steps right. She yeah. was there. I told her about it, everything. And I was like, hold on. So you got hurt. So the reason why you did that was specifically so you could hurt me. And I got so fucking mad. Not because of the fact that she was trying to step out on me. It was more because of how intentful, how her intent was to fucking hurt me. Yeah. Like she wanted to damage me. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I would never in a million years, let's say if I cheated on you, it would never be so I could hurt you. It would be because I made a, a fucking drunken mistake or I was just fucking horny or something. Yeah. Cause then I could base it on this animal instinct of wanting to have sex. Mm-hmm. Then I, I, I would have this like, okay, I get it. You know, you weren't satisfied in a certain area. So you found something else. Yeah. But the difference is you did something cause you were trying to fucking stick a dagger in my heart. Mm. And so, I got so fucking and I remember too because a couple of my buddies were at my I used to have this huge apartment out in K-Town and they were using the space to shoot, space to shoot a fucking music video mm-hmm. uh, for their YouTube and they just said they could hear me screaming at the top of my fucking lungs in my Damn. room because it happened while they were shooting yeah. and they just heard banging because I kept fucking punching my fist into the fucking door Ooh. over and over yeah, and yeah. over because I was so fucking mad yeah. but I in that situation she, she and I were together for less than a year it wasn't worth it. And I, I even tried to rekindle it, but it just died after that point. Mm. Only because I felt like the intent was was so malicious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's where I kind of drew my line. Do you believe in a, like a rekindle or, or connection, like reconnecting type of thing? Like if a connection, can a, can, a, can a connection be rekindled if a connection is lost? I think so. I think people after a while... Um, Depending on what the situation was, why why the spark died, mm-hmm. it could have been because you guys grew as separate people. Maybe you guys grew into better people, and you guys meet each other again. It's like meeting a brand new person. Mm. I I think that does happen a lot, mm-hmm. where where people they they look at each other and they go, oh shit, you're better than you were before, and I'm also in a better place. Mm-hmm. Sometimes too, I feel I've seen people in relationships where I truly believe that just wrong place, wrong time. Mm. Everything works. You guys are great together. But you guys are not in the right place. You're emotionally unstable. You're still trying to figure yourself out. So when you yeah. guys meet each other, that tension makes you clash. Wrong place, wrong time, and they meet somebody else. But sometimes I feel that if they met 
two years after that they actually met, they probably would have stayed together. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy to call that, you know, to, to, to even know, you know, if, oh, is this, a, is this a bad time or wrong time? You know what I mean? Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Purple, baby. Purple, my back feels great and I'm sleeping nice because this is one of the best mattresses out there. Are we talking about a mattress that can, I don't know, coddle you to sleep? To make your back feel great? To keep you cool at night but not hot at the same time? Are we talking about a mattress that is firm and soft? Then we're talking about a purple mattress, man. I have been sleeping on this purple mattress now for quite a few months. And it has been the best choice I have ever made in my life. Because my back feels great. My sleep is fantastic. And I know that the science behind this is made by rocket scientists. Yes, we're talking about that material. is some rocket science material. That is the technology that goes behind this lovely mattress. And that is the reason why I have been sleeping so, so well. Now... The purple mattress will probably feel different than anything you've experienced because, my friends, the unique material is amazing. I can't say it enough. I really can't. So, you're going to love purple, and now my listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B. R-A-I-N to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Because I know I know in my relationship, I get I get worried because uh, I come with a lot of baggage. Yeah. You know, and we all come with baggage. But like uh, I was told recently about, you know, uh, from her, she was like, um, you know, a lot a lot of what goes on uh, with the relationship, it, it comes on like as me and i'm not saying like petty arguments it's like you know the women's situation yeah you know what i mean and it's things that i've been having to i've never self-reflected so much than with i was uh with her like this this is the most i've ever reflected on myself like of you know the traumas that i've had when i was younger or you know why do i love women uh, this much or why why am i so you know not not just like a natural oh yeah I'm, I'm a man I, that's what is what we like to do it's yeah. just it's there's other things from it like does it come from insecurities or uh, uh, my past and all these things and it's always that there's always been stuff like that because even even after that situation I mean yeah there was there was a, uh, some other slip ups that she knows she knows about and there, it was other things that she was just like yo what's going on and this is another it's another situation where she she. Also, it proves that this girl is just fucking amazing. Yeah. Because uh, when I went to go, I went to go perform in Dallas and I'm just, I'm featuring and it was just a one night feature. And man, I mean, I'm feeling like I'm the shit. Like after I get off the stage, yeah. they're like, we got a section for you too. You're like, and we're, you know, at this club, this is that. And then like our section is right next to the Cowboys, like quarterback, like the quarterback is there. Dak is there. Ezekiel is oh, there. Shit, yeah. Bro, we're right next to him. And though I'm dancing and now you got uh, Dak like telling me like, oh, bro, keep dancing, bro. Like, damn, you really, he's offering me drinks and shit. And there's girls and we're, there, we're all dancing. And bro, I'm on like. Cloud nine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. And and then uh yeah, I start flirting a little too much and start this this is not whatever, right? And so I get back home and I break up with her. Oh shit. Because I felt so guilty. And then I'm like, 
oh, she don't deserve this at all. Yeah. Like I'm I'm like like I got I got really I got some shit that I gotta fucking take care of. Like this yeah. is this is ridiculous. I'm tired of feeling like shit, right? Yeah. And so she obviously doesn't know why the fuck I, I broke up with her, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I didn't want to expose that to her because she obviously forgave me already, right? And and so she ends up like is confused and all these things. And a couple of days go by. We have two bedrooms. So I'm in my uh, the other bedroom and she comes to the room and she was just like, I can't, I can't leave. Like she was like, she was telling me like, I, I really don't know. I, I want to be with you. I, I can't leave. Like what is... Like, what's the problem? Yeah, what's going on? You know what I mean? And I told her, I was like, I'm just tired of, like, hurting you. And at that point, she was like, what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like. She cleared it up. Mm, yeah. I, I smell some shit. Wait a minute. What's going on? What happened? Yeah. Right? And I was like, I was doing some extra shit out there in Dallas. Yeah. And, and she was, and that's when she broke down again. And, and then she, but this time she handled it differently it wasn't like the first one yeah she handled this one differently because she was like she was like okay one do you want to be with me let's get this out of the way do you want to be with me let's figure this shit out yeah be real do you want to be with me i said yes she's like why do you want to be with me and i told her the reasons why why i want why i want to be with you you know, you make me feel great. I love how I am when, when we're around each other. Uh, I love the person that you are. You make me better. I root for you. You root for me. Like, we're we're really, like, partners out here. You know what I mean? Like, we're really, like, that, that feels great that I haven't had before. You know, I'm t- like, just letting her know what it is. She said, okay. So she's like, what is it about when you go to a different city than what it is here? Because when you're here, you're the best boyfriend anybody could ask for. Yeah, I love you. You're great, right? But when you go to a different city, this shit happens, right? Yeah. So she's like, "What is it?" And and she was like, "Don't give me no bullshit about you're drunk." She was like, "Tell me what's up." And I was just like, "When I'm in a different city, I feel like I'm the shit. I feel like I'm the actual like entertainer that I'm supposed to be. When I'm in LA, I'm a boyfriend. I'm a screen printer. I'm a designer." And I uh, do websites and then I'm a comedian. Yeah. Whenever I get booked. Yeah. You know? And so, and so I was like, I feel like I, I like when, when I get booked to in a different city, I'm just in that city as Chris Sosa, the, the, the comedian. Yeah. You know? And this, and that's, and that's what makes me feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm back home. It's just like, this is just shit, you know? Yeah. And like, not, not saying that our relationship is shit. I'm saying this isn't what I'm out here. Like, like this is what I was rolling. And she goes, she goes, well, why don't we work on you being the shit in where you live so that when you go to a different city, you don't feel like you're better. You just, the same Chris. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. What's your ring size? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. how do you, co- how do you come up with this shit? Yeah. How do you come up with this? Yeah. She like, she broke me down. Saw all the shit, you know, and, and of course I had to be completely honest of like telling her, yeah. yo, this is what's going on with me. Like, I'm not trying to bullshit you. I'm not even trying to win you back because I always, I broke up with you because I know that you deserve better. Yeah. Like this is, you know, this whole thing. And she broke me down and she was just like, why don't we work on that? And then once I know. Oh man, you don't deserve it, bro. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, you don't deserve it, motherfucker. <laughs> Everybody's like, damn, who is this woman? Oh, bro. Oh, bro. First of all, first of all, this is the first platform I've ever talked about this. Oh, wow. 
She's yeah. a, I mean, I gotta tell you this though. So I really try to. I'm really trying to make sure it, it is very uh, uh, serious. Like not not serious, but I'm saying like. Yeah. Uh, I don't want. I don't want her to be like. For she's sure. not. She don't have power. She can't handle. No, she does. That's you know that's, that's the misconception here. She's somebody who knows what she wants Mm -hmm. and the great thing is is that she knows how to communicate really fucking well yeah and the fact that she's invested into you not because it doesn't seem like she's invested you just because of the time i think she could really she really knows who you are as a person yeah right and she understands that humans are flawed and her choice is to stay with this person that she really loves who is it who in her mind and heart she knows is a good person yeah and i think the the communication that you guys have is great as at this point, more on her side, right? Because yeah. I think for you, you're having issues of number one, guilt. Yeah. Because you do love her. You yeah. know, it's it's a weird space to be in, right? It's because you're making these actions thinking that you're doing something great for her. Yeah. Right. And it, for her, it doesn't work out that way. It's like, no, I what I want is us for us to be committed and for you to be open and communicate this to me. For you yeah. to just bounce is actually opposite of what I feel like I deserve. Yeah. Because in your mind, you're thinking you're doing something great for her when it really it turns into something for yourself yeah. because it's eating you up inside. Yeah. And that's where it becomes really confusing, right? right. It's like, oh, I think I'm doing this for her, but I'm really yeah. just doing this for I myself. I don't want to feel guilty anymore, so here you go. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it almost seems selfish, but at the same time, it is very selfish. Mm-hmm. And so for her, I think the great thing about her is that she, she really knows how to uh, just talk to you, yeah. right? And that's the hard part. Yeah, I, I think what most people don't realize is that they think that monogamous, monogamous relationships are the easiest thing to do, right? Yeah, it's actually, in my personal opinion, it's the harder route because it's easier just to live freely without staying into a single commitment. Yeah, most people can't even commit themselves to a single fucking career or job yeah. or a thought. So, right. what makes you think that you could commit yourself to one person for the rest of your life? Yeah, I think when you package things right and you prepare yourself for that, you have to realize everything that that entails. Yeah, for me, I like monogamous relationships, and this is what I have in my head. The reason why I like monogamous relationships and having one person there for me is because there's something that I get from some from like your situation. There's no way that you would fuck around with the girl. And they would understand how you're saying, how you're feeling, and what you want out of life and just fucking around with you. Right. No fucking way. Yeah. You have to take time and develop that stuff. Yeah. For me, that's what I enjoy. I enjoy Mm. the fact that I have this person next to me that understands me. I don't have to constantly explain myself. I don't have to dress the best all the time. I don't have to look a certain way. I don't have to smell a certain way just to harbor your attention yeah she's just there and she loves me for who i am that's the beauty of a monogamous relationship right the other side of that is that i think naturally we want to be able to do the things that we want without the weight on our shoulders Mm -hmm. but then for me it's a give and take it's like what do you what do you find precious in your life is are these glimpses are these moments of you going Ooh, out there she's used the word glimpse yeah she's used that yeah what are what are these moments are these do you are are you are you uh living for these moments or yeah. or or these things are just little things just little that, moments yeah yeah and and i went with that one i went for the moment oh, yeah, I, went, I went that one with that one but um yeah man and 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 I guess it's easier for me to talk about now because she did make her first little joke. 
Yeah. You know, she did her first little jab. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, maybe like a couple of months ago. I was like, man, that's funny, but that hurts. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. She did, she did a little jab. Like, and, oh, and you know what's yeah. funny? Well, you know what's funny is that I added on to the joke and she was like, okay, we're not there yet. <laughs> it's like, all right, you piece of trash. Yeah, yeah, Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, we're not there yet. I, I make the jokes. We're not there you fucking sit back. Yeah, man. Yeah, she's, bro, she's a solid girl. And that's what's something that uh, even Kev, Kev and, uh, and on, on they wanted to talk about on the Love Hour about how we're working through this, you know what I mean? And I've talked to uh, my girl about it, and she was she was like, honestly, it's, uh, bro, even more thinking about me. She was like this, she was like, honestly, it's all up to you on how you feel people are gonna view you. If you're cool with like any type of judgments, then she was like, I mean, I don't mind talking about it, we can, we can do it. I you like this I mean? though, because it's, the reason why I like this so much is because there's a lot of people out there that have done what you've done, but they're so good at lying about it. Bro, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, why can't I be like y'all? <laughs> not, not saying I don't want, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm talking about like, bro. Be two faced. I, I've tried to, yeah, like, cause yo, my homies fucking get away with it, or this person gets away with it, and the, yeah. what, the when I tried to live that life, bro, what like this, this is how I know I'm a bullshit ass fucking cheater. Like I'm a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> because every time I've told like one of the homies, they're like, bro, what the, why the fuck did you tell her? Yeah. They're like tripping out. They like even my dad was like, "Oh, you're more of a man than I am, son." Yeah. Like what you told her, and I'm like, "Yeah." Because it eats like, you up inside. Did, did she did she find out that? No, I told her. Like I told her the truth. Like yeah. that's that's that was my that was that's the thing. Like I grew up like that. Like my mom, she could get anything out of me as long as she says Papa Dios is listening, which means God is listening. Yeah. I get I get it out. Yeah. Any little white lie, she'd be like, Bobby, you're listening. I'm like, oh, fine. I didn't do the homework. Yeah. Like, I'll just, you know, whatever. So I've always been like that. And so, yeah, I tried living a lifestyle of like, you know, oh, I, but that's they don't really have to good, know. Though. They don't have to know. I like right? that. I like that, though. That's how I am. That's why mm. Mariel knows, too. No matter where I go, motherfucker, I ain't stepping on nobody. Yeah. You know what I mean, I might I might get a little flirtatious, but that's as far as it goes. Yeah. Like I said, we talked about this earlier. The sin is in the ball sack. You jack off in a hotel. Your mind is clear. Done. Motherfucker. Yeah. You, get, you, you. I'll I'll fucking solve cancer right now after I jack <laughs> off, dude. You tell me what the fuck it is. If there's yeah. some type of equation that says, "Yo, scientists have not been able to figure out how to cure cancer," and it's on this piece of paper, yeah. give me the jack off. I'll solve that in two seconds. That's yeah. how clear my mind is. My sin is in my ball sack. Yeah, that's and what that, I say. Yeah, and that, and that was one thing that I had to be like more practical about because I was like, I tried cutting every like, bro. When I tell you, when I tried <laughs> cutting everything off, I was like, babe, I'm not gonna look at any girl. I'm not, I'm going to unfollow every girl that I follow. I'm not going to jack off. Like I, like I was straight up like it. My life is committed to you. Yeah. Right. It's just not realistic. Oh, it's not. That's just not realistic at all. Like I, I like I, cause I, I remember like I, I had jacked off and I was like, fuck, like, fuck, I cheated again. Like, I feel like I, I cheated. Like I, I, yeah. I was so hard on myself. You know yeah. what I mean? No pun intended, but yeah, I was like a little <laughs> hard on myself. Right. So, uh, she tried taking jack, jacking off away from me and I'm like, all right, babe, look, okay. I got to jack off. I got to jack off, okay. I may look at porn every now and then. It had nothing to do with you. They look better than you. Everything's bigger or better, whatever. No, I'm just, I, I can't to, even, it's hard to, to even, not. it's hard to just fucking uh, even explain porn. It's just, 
It's fucking porn. I think, I think as long as you can... See, porn for me too starts to become problematic when people can't separate uh, reality from fantasy. Mm. That's where porn starts to become a big issue, mm. where people start masturbating so much to porn that they can't even have sex with their partners anymore Oh yeah, because nah. they live in this weird fantasy and this weird oh, world. Wow. Exactly. That's what I'm uh, saying. Like, if anything, I'm getting my first nut out so when my girl gets home, she probably get this, she probably get this second <laughs> round empty dick. <laughs> And she gonna think it's my she gonna think it's the first round. So she gonna think my first round is it's actually my second round, but I'm fucking for hell. That's hellas. what I always tell guys. It's like, yo, I can't last long. That's why you're supposed to jack off first. Oh, yeah. Give it like an hour rest. Yeah. And when they come in, you're good to go. Oh, you last yeah. a little longer and the nuts kind of re- it's it's like replenished a little bit. Mm-hmm. You kind of fucking stuck the ammo back in. Yeah. <laughs> you're good. Yeah. So I mean, that's that weird part, like where we're porn. Well, I know some guys who've had like that porn issue before, and when it starts to mess with their reality, that's when it's a problem. Mm. And I think that's what happens when you you know you have these glimpses and these moments. You're living in that moment of yo, this girl's fucking fine. We're having a great time. Mm. But when you look at the bigger scope of things, it's like okay, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. what you had with that person when you made that mistake, you could literally have with anybody. But what you have with the woman that you have right now, you can't have that with somebody else. Right. And so in my mind. The even if it's a risk to me, which is not much of a risk, there's no there's no reward. Like yeah. what's the what's the fucking reward yeah. out of this? Yeah, and you feel like shit right yeah. when you nut, even after jacking off. Oh, after for you jacking sure. off, you're like, I'm a fucking pig. What am I doing? <laughs> you look around in your setting, like, what is this? That's why you like, when you jack off to weird shit, you're like, what, what was I thinking? What was I? This think- was a weird yeah. video. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. Sense comes well, right back. well, same shit with you know, because I yo listeners, if you're fucking around, don't. Because yeah. it's it's not worth it. I promise you, it ain't, it ain't worth it. Yeah, I think the the hard part is is like if you're if you're if you have this thought when you get into a, a long term relationship, understand what a long term monogamous relationship entails. Yeah. If you're not ready for that, don't commit yourself to it. Yeah. Just don't do it. And, the, and also, here's here's the the, the also the um, the fucked up part. Okay, I, I don't know how the other way to say yeah. it, but. Uh, in the beginning of our relationship, because we were so honest, there was a lot that was accepted. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the, there was a lot. And so this was something that she admitted as well. Yeah. So, so this isn't a, a, a point the finger like, well, hey, what about her? This is something that she's also told me, like, I'll admit, like, the, the way we started, it, it, it really put a, a, a platform of a foundation of this yeah, it was very conducive to the type of behavior that you were exhibiting yeah yeah so so there was so there was things where we kind of like played around or like we would like you know she would send me a picture of a girl and, and be like oh my god what what do you think about this one like so there were there was things where like it was just it, it got so crazy that this is the type of relationship we are to where i got fucking wild out of like i got way out of what it actually was, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. You know, I still got out of the line, even even though everything was fucking in my favor. You know yeah. what I mean? And she still tells me to say, she's like, hey, "You fucked it up." <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, you fucked it up." Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, but it's like the uh, that that was something that I appreciate. Like, I I'm glad that she did bring up because she was like, I, "I I give you that." You know? Yeah. We we started off like this, like, or we were like this wild ass spontaneous couple that we were like this is hey it's how we are yeah you know that new wave type of shit it's like wave type of shit (laughs) and and then i just went just like you know and she'll just a little too far (laughs) and she'll just like yeah nah you know 
now we're it's now hard, we're man. like now I, we're happy Christians. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool that you're open with it because, like I said, man, there's a lot of people who will be in your position and they'll give you advice on what you shouldn't have done and chastise you when they're the ones doing it themselves. Yeah. And those people are odd to me. It's like how do you how do you live with yourself, man? Like no. how do you sit there? It's like it's like Cosby, right? Mm-hmm. How does he? How did he go up? Look at other human beings yeah. who are comics and say, yeah. how dare you curse? How dare you talk about these topics? You yeah. should, you are above this. Mm. And the fact that you carry yourselves like this, you and the, like he he was chastising fucking Eddie Murphy. He almost wrecked his career and a lot of uh, comedians coming up. Yeah. But he was drugging women and raping them on the other side. What kind of fucking psychopath yeah. is that shit? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like I'm saying, like the honesty is great too because. I'm telling you, man, like you would be surprised specifically in this industry, people out there, how having a side chick, there's a reason why that term is so popular and why people fuck with it a lot. Why that comes up in music a lot is because it's a fact. It happens all the time. And people are even okay with it. In Korean culture, bro, in like the business culture, these guys travel so much. They they step out on the women all the fucking time. Mm. Like it's almost common. It's almost odd that you're not doing that. And these ladies who are at home, I think I heard that. Like they like they go to like brothels, brothels and shit, all like. the fucking time. And these women, they know about it, but they they're 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 with a rich guy, so they'll take daddy's money mm. and then they'll go fucking around with guys. Mm. And so it's just this weird weird situation. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like understand what you're getting into when you go into a monogamous relationship because it's not just don't think about it as oh this is something that we have as humans have to do. It's not something that you have to do. It's a choice. You have a choice to stay committed to somebody. Mm-hmm. If that's something that you don't vibe with and you just like living moment to moment to moment with new people, then definitely being together with one person for the rest of your life isn't something that you want. Mm-hmm. I like it because like I said, I like that somebody knows everything about me. They can help me. They can support me yeah. when I need it the most. And that's something that I can't trade off. Because mm-hmm. I think about in old age. When I'm in old age, I want that person next to me. Yeah, It's fun right now when I'm young. When I when I when I can do it when I have the energy to, mm-hmm. but what happens when I'm sixty or seventy years old and I just want to chill and just be with somebody that understands me? Yeah, I don't have that there. It's going to be kind of lonely. Yeah, and that and that that's really important, man. Because like like I said, like this like whatever whatever I like uh, growing up like uh, that's that's what I've I've told since we're just going to keep this honest train going. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Like grow, growing up, like in in, in middle school or, and even going to high school, like. I was a late bloomer. All my yeah. homies, like they, their fucking balls dropped hella early, and they <laughs> and they got beards already, and all this shit. And I'm and they and they're actually like they're having sex, and so I'm out here like lying. You know what I mean? I'm I'm sitting here like little shrimp dick, but I'm sitting here like man, shit, y'all don't want this big dick. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, lying yeah. about my dick size and just not not having sex, but I would be like, yeah, I'd be fucking and stuff like that. Like, but I just I wasn't though, and I I was always like fascinated, like damn, why. Or, or like, or what pussy feel like? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so when I lost my virginity, I lost it uh, when I was in ninth grade to a senior, and she was like one of the uh, the uh, the dancers of the of the sports, like the the drill team, whatever. Yeah. And so, damn, she got that young dick. Yeah, bro. And I and I felt like I was like, ha. Of course. Yeah, I lost I lost my virginity to a senior. Like, fuck y'all. You know what I mean? That's and then, big from, shit. bro, from then on, from then on, I was like, I felt like I had to catch up. Yeah, like everybody had their numbers, and I'm sitting here like, all right, I just got one, but all right, bet. So I just, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how, like, and I've always had like a a weird like insecurity and shit like that, to where people would be like, what? But I had a, a plastic surgery when I was two on my lip. That's why I had this little scar right here mm. because I, I didn't. I, it's not necessarily cleft lip, but 
I was born premature and like uh, the, my lip that didn't finish forming, whatever yeah. it was. So I got plastic surgery, but I always at a young age I knew I was ugly. Which that I don't I don't know I don't know if kids are supposed to know that. I don't think so, man. I just found out I was ugly yesterday. So you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But at a young age I knew. Like I'm looking around, I'm like I'm ugly. Like I don't I don't look like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I look I I was in my own little thing. You know what I mean? So that was another thing of like fucking. I was like. All right, I probably don't look good, but I'm I'm gonna get you to laugh. I'm gonna be funny, and we're gonna fuck. Yeah. So that was like my validation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So fast forward to like now, where it's I'm, just another version of that. You know what I mean? Where I'm, now I'm just like I I I use that as a validation of like I'm good enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm great enough. Oh, I'm I'm this I'm this great entertainer performing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I was I was I was so funny that I got late tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so. And again, this isn't. I'm not trying to justify anything. This is just. It's just you thinking of. It's a thought process of you is, understanding yeah, how yeah, you I'm, are as I'm a person. Really, yeah, I'm trying. To, yeah, so so that's how that's how I'm taking it as like that's why what when Michaela was saying she was like, if you already know that you're the shit, when you get off stage, you're not gonna go. Well, I gotta get laid. I'm just gonna be like, this is what it is. Yeah, I'm the shit. I'm funny. Yeah, but that's what ta- we were talking about it on the other podcast where we talked about these earlier things that happen when you're younger that you don't know that affects you as an adult, yeah. right? So when we were talking about a lot of the younger women that I know um, who realized later on that they were sexually assaulted when they were younger, you know, even for you, your first time you had sex with was a girl that was four years older than you. Yeah. You don't know what that does to you mentally, right? Until you're yeah. older. Right. And so even for these young girls, they start to realize, they're like, oh shit, maybe that guy did touch me inappropriately. Mm. And maybe that's why I see physical interaction as something. Real. There's like, for example, I dated this one girl who the only way that she felt uh, relationship satisfaction is if we, if we were fucking. That's it. Didn't matter if I did nice things for her. Doesn't matter if I treated her right. Doesn't matter if I said great things to yeah. her. If we weren't having sex, like consistently, yeah. it wasn't, she didn't feel validated. Which was mm. such an odd thing. Like for me, yeah, like I have sex, but I'm not as hypersexual as my other guy friends growing up. It wasn't something that was mm. constantly on my mind 24-7. That's a lie. It was, but I had better control of my impulses. Got you. Right? Got also you. because it wasn't as readily available for me. So, <laughs> but um, for example, for her, she – at the time when I was in Sacramento, I was hitting up comedy clubs all the time. I was having this huge like turmoil within my family because I decided to do stand-up. Mm. Um parents wouldn't talk to me i was working fucking like three jobs and i was attending college i was fucking busy yeah. you know yeah and so we wouldn't we wouldn't have sex as much yeah and then she just felt like i didn't care about her i'm like mm. yo why why do you connect sex so much with this shit with yeah. me like we spent time with each other and i'm exhausted yo like yeah. i was in school all day i did my job i hit this fucking comedy club at night it's fucking 1 a.m I'm not trying to fuck. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I can't even get it up even if I wanted to. I'm Damn. fucking tired. Yeah. But for her, she only equated sex with a lot of the stuff that she had. And then we kind of d- uh, dive deep into it later on. And, you know, <laughs> dive deep into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then we, <laughs> started, fu- and then we started fucking. No. <laughs> no, but, you know, she she talked about it just I don't know how it got to this conversation, but she talked about like how she was actually sexually assaulted when she was younger. 
and mm. all this other stuff. And then just her whole life, she, she had sex really early on and she only equated attraction mm. with sex. I'm not sure if that had anything to do with it, but that seems to be the reoccurring theme. Yeah. It's like there's this weird relationship with sex when yeah. you kind of get fucked up as a kid yeah. and that's your interaction with sexuality is right. with this really weird situation. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I want to get a psychiatrist to talk about it, but this is kind of what I'm from what I've read and how I've experienced it with people mm-hmm. that a lot of people who had this trauma, they have a weird relationship with sex. And that was her case too. Hmm. And in yours, it might not be that extreme, but it was your thing of, yo, I feel validated as a human being because I don't have these normal qualities that allow me to get pussy. Because all these guys, when we're younger, that's what they talk about. They're yeah. like, yo, man, I was fucking this bitch because I was right there with you. Yeah. Except I didn't lie about it. I was just more like, I'm not getting pussy. And it was kind of obvious. Yeah, I got But you. I remember when my f- uh, homie Renee, his dad, Filipino people are sexual as fuck, man. Okay. Like Filipino people, like they even have something called the barrel man, which is like a fertility god. It's this dude in a barrel. Filipino just sounds like Philip on you. <laughs> yeah, Philip on you. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, pull, you pull down the barrel and a dick comes out. Like that's like, like a fertility god. I'm not sure if it's a joke or if it's real, but that's what the barrel man is. Okay. And so I remember because I wouldn't bring girls back to his house where I wouldn't talk about my sexual conquest. I remember his dad came up to me, he goes, David, how come you don't like puss puss, huh? You don't like puss puss? Like, I was like, no, I, I like pussy. I just don't, yeah. you know. Yeah, but, and that's weird. Can you stop doing that? Yeah, please. don't please, please don't kiss it. <laughs> please me don't like do that. that. Yeah, you don't like puss puss. You know, what? and I'm like, all right, man. But even his dad would clown on me about that shit, right? Mm. Because I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. But I later found out too. Even for him, like he would equate like being a man with sex. And so everybody would talk about the pussy that they would get. And they would talk about it like they had it all the time. Lo and behold, when I actually saw it in action, you know, he's not getting pussy all the time. He just goes out, gets shot down 4,000 times and grabs any girl that'll touch him. Mm. You know, but when he tells the story, it's, yo, I, I went up to this chick and I just said my shit and I nabbed her and I fucked her. It's like, nah, you didn't talk about the 400 times you got rejected. Yeah. Right? Because right. they want to embellish these stories. They right. want to be the guy. Oh, my gosh. I talk about that all the time. We're, I was talking to my cousin about that at, at a hike where he told me a story about uh, uh, one, of, one of these guys who uh, he's, a, he's an influencer. And, uh, a friend uh, came over to the house and he saw that there was uh, uh, women walk around with, uh, with, with just topless. Right? Yeah. Walk around the house. And then so I, I, that story came back to me. And I was like, okay, how many times does that happen yeah. ever? Yeah. Right? Unless you're fucking Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Or Dan Bilzerian or, the, or some yeah, shit. Right. Right. So, you know, okay. If that happened, you that's what you walked in and saw. Okay. Cool. But he's also, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, a roommate of like six people or is it, uh, was it, were they shooting something or did it just so happen? They just, they were fucking and they walked out and they didn't know that somebody was there. So they went back into the room because it was like, oh shit. Like, you know, they thought that they were home alone. Yeah. We don't know the fucking story, but the story is going to be embellished to where it's like, bro, this dude get mad bitches and he's they're topless. Yeah. And we got to go because he's go, he's, he has bitches there every single day. And it's like, nah, bro, really? You know what I mean? The funny thing is I even started to figure out now it's like, you know, if I look at a finance woman, like she got a fat ass or whatever, whatnot, I'm like, damn, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Like I look, but I realized that I've kind of grown out of that stage. <laughs> it was when I was in Hawaii recently and mm-hmm. uh, this girl, she was swimming. Mm-hmm. And we were in this place called Electric, Electric Beach. And when okay. you go out, it kind of has like strong waves. Well, when she was going out there to go scuba diving, uh, her top kind of came off and her titty fell out, right? Mm. And the only thing I could think of wasn't like, oh, that's a nice titty. I was like, there are children in this water. Oh. And so I, I, was, I was seeing, looking there and I was looking at her titty and I just came up to her. I was like, mm. and yeah. she, she goes, yeah. oh. 
<laughs> very, yeah. very subtle. Very yeah, and subtle, I was yeah. like, oh, my first initial, my initial thought wasn't that's a nice titty. It was, man, there are children here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> cover that thing up. You know, like I'm like, oh, oh then, I'm uh, in a different stage of my life. A long ways to go. There, <laughs> yeah, because I would have been like, oh, titty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, mind you, it was like it was a nice titty, but yeah. then like the the initial reaction wasn't for me to keep it there so I could stare at it longer. It was mm. just, and I had goggles on. She would have never known. I was just. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah. But I was like, oh, I'm in a different stage in my life where I could appreciate the boob, yeah. but I can think of the bigger picture. Yeah. There are children in the water. Yeah. Lady. We she don't want these kids to be traumatized and they grow up later and it's like, <laughs> I saw a titty. <laughs> For some reason, I only get horny when I'm in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. And it just takes one titty. <laughs> I don't need to see two. It takes... Why, For one. some reason, every time I fuck my girl, I gotta cover just one yeah. titty. I gotta grab her one tit, block it with my other eye, wink, yeah. and I gotta fuck her that way. I got a titty fetish, <laughs> just one. They just go back in time to the one time they're at the beach. Oh, it makes sense. It was yeah. the titty lady. They're just floating, just yeah, fucking tossing bro. around on the water. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That story's fucking insane, man. Yeah, bro. You have a very uh, special person that you're with that uh, she she really takes the time to understand super, you. Super, bro, and and. It, it, it makes me those are those are things that I have to always like remember because when she annoys the shit out of me, I have to be like, this girl's a solid girl. Like, oh, for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because because we know each other like that's like, let's just get that out the way. Like we know each other like just with whatever, like uh, my humor is different or he, her humor is different or she has this thing where she'll be like, she'll be like, why don't you ever laugh at like my jokes? And I'm like, babe, you know, I'm around comedy. All, all the day, time. Yeah. every day, or I'm thinking about comedy, or I'm always thinking about bits and was it like, and even when I watch, uh, I hate like when I watch uh, stand up specials now. Like I rarely laugh. Yeah. Not that, not that it's not funny. Or oh, you gotten to that point, huh? Yeah, I'm just not laughing. I'm I'm to the point where I'm appreciating it now. I'm like, oh, this guy's good. Yeah. Like I just watched uh, the 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 special that that just came out this uh, Sunday, um, uh, the Great Depression mm. on HBO. Uh, Gary Goldman, which is it's so good. Like me and my girl turned to it, and I was like, "Oh, he's killing it right now." Yeah, you know, of course, yeah, I've had times where I laugh, but I'm saying like it was. It's been a long time where I've actually like been leaning over, cracking up, laughing because now because I'm in, I'm in it. I can appreciate it more of like, oh my god, what a well written joke. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I tell her I have to explain that to her because she's like, oh, whatever, I'm funny. You know, I'm just like, babe, yes. I tell her like, you are funny. Do you not realize when we're around people, you have people laughing all the time because yeah. you're funny, you're goofy, yeah. you're silly, you're a great person, you have great energy. I just I'm around it all times so where I was like, put it this way, you don't laugh at everything I say. Yeah. Or or when I say something done, you're like, ugh, whatever. You know what I mean? But yeah. if somebody was in the car, they'd be cracking up. Like, damn, Chris. Like, they'll, you know, yeah. whatever. But it's just, you're used to it. That's all yeah. it is. You know? You kind of get desensitized to a lot of stuff. That's yeah. why for me, when I, when people are like, I think when I, when I talk about stand up comedy and I go, oh, this person's good, but they don't see me laughing just like in your case, they go, oh, you're being a hater. It's like, nah, bro. I, I'm around funny people all the time. Mm. So it feels different now. There's only a few comics where I watch now where you see me dying laughing, like Chappelle. Chappelle's one of those people where I look at shit and I start cracking the fuck mm. up, right? Because okay. he's so different. And yeah. it sounds like your homie's talking to you. He has a way of lulling you into his, his setups. I don't know how yeah. he fucking does it. Yeah. And I wish I could be on that level, but he's so fucking good at it. Yeah. Uh, there was the first special that was on Netflix of uh, Tom Segura. Okay. That shit had oh, me he's good. dying laughing, he's good, right? Bro. And I was like, oh, he's now one of my top five. Yeah. And then 
I saw this stupid ass stand up special by Ari Spears called uh, the Comedy Blueprint. Okay, that shit had me fuck me and Khalif, dude. We were rolling yeah. laughing because it was so fucking dumb. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of bad stuff about him and whatever <laughs> that shit is. And I've had some whatever. unfavorable interactions with him as well. Oh, okay. That still doesn't mean he ain't funny though. I can't take that away from him. Yeah, you know, yeah. he might be a fucking dick, but doesn't mean he ain't funny, dude. Yeah, you know, yeah. and 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 they know that. They yeah. know that. They know that. Hey, this is the way I am. This is what. This is how I handle things. This is how I like my green room, or this is how I like my lineup mm-hmm. when I have my features and my openers. Hey, whatever, bro. It's so interesting because like I, I, I listened to a couple of, and I wanted to bring him on this podcast so he could talk about it mm. because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious about a comic who says it's everybody else and it's not my problem, right? And I've, I, that's that's like Aries Spears' attitude from the interviews that I've seen where okay. he goes, "I'm not an asshole. I'm just not smiling all the time." But then the few interactions that I had with him on this phone, you know, how he how he conducts himself. It's mm. like, I could see why people think you're a fucking dick, though. Mm. You know, it's not everybody else. Yeah. There's, there, you have to understand there's a certain level of personal responsibility where how you come off to somebody yeah. probably is because you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. It's not because everybody's misunderstanding you. Then that means that the billion of billions of people in the world is dumb and you're the only smart person. Mm-hmm. Nah, you're probably a fucking dick. Yeah. And you don't know that. And you just think that you're being yourself because maybe you're that part of your personality. You're just socially awkward. Yeah, man. There's a very fine line because that's that's the thing when I hate when people say, oh, I'm a realist or I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. You know, um, it's a very fine line because like, are you just being real or are you just being a dick? Yeah. You know, for real. Like, are you really just being a fucking asshole? Because that's, that's the thing. Like, I mean, that's what, what my podcast is. It's keeping it trill, which is the same shit. That, but in Houston, trill is like, uh, uh, you know, the, the highest level of being yeah. real. You know what I mean? Um, so you're keeping it uh, I'm keeping it 100 or keeping it real it's like okay how honest you can you can actually be very honest with somebody and still be nice yeah period 100% you don't have to you don't have to you know give these you know negative opinions that are really just your opinion yeah and you should actually state that when you're telling somebody that I, this is in my opinion yeah. instead of saying no you're a fucking asshole and it's like am I or are you actually because they say I'm, I'm just being real with you I'm just being real you're being a bitch right now yeah it's like, no, that's not, you're not keeping it real. You're, yeah. you're being an asshole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even moments where I am an asshole, at least I know I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, but it's because I don't like you. That's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But for example, I had a, somebody said something to me that really irritated me because he, he's kind of a human being where he's very judgmental about what other people do without being judgmental to himself. Mm. I think that you can be an opinionated, judgmental person as long as you do that to yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Instead of thinking you're always the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so this guy has a has a habit of critiquing other people a lot without with never critiquing himself. Mm-hmm. He might do it internally, but with the way it comes off, he comes off as a dick. Or he tries to take everybody else's success as the reason why you're successful is because of me. I don't oh, like that shit. No, so you know, no. he tried to pull that shit on me where yeah. we were hanging out, and he goes, "Oh, he goes, I see that relationship advice I gave you, man. That's what you know. You're you're engaged now. So mm. you took that uh, advice to heart." And I yeah. looked at him. I was like, "Oh, how's your divorce going?" <gasps> <laughs> and he was like damn. damn he was like oh damn i was like yeah bro yeah i so, felt that yeah. yeah i was like that's funny how's your divorce going bro yeah i was like trust me you weren't the reason why i stayed together with this girl i was like you're the last person i would ask advice for <laughs> you know and i went home and i was like damn i was kind of mean david hey man kev was trying to fuck with me again again because the, because it's the like the first time i've actually been uh open about it on platforms but kev yeah. knows about my situation yeah so he'll try to fuck with me right <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, cause I, I post, I post uh, my girl all the time, like all of my story. Like I, I like messing with her, or, uh-huh. like really putting these lovey dovey stuff. And so he'll he'll respond to my story, be like, um, 
uh, but are you still cheating on her? Or he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll give me like a fucking dagger, bro. Yeah. Just straight. He was just like, oh, oh. I had all, I had one time I had on my story I was like I have my girl um, I was like am I obsessed with my girl because I have her on my background on my computer on my uh-huh. Apple Watch I have her on my phone uh-huh. and I was like trying to just do a little poll like am I obsessed uh-huh. and then uh, Kev was like did you have all that when you were cheating and I was like <laughs> I told Kev I said you cheat on diet <laughs> and he was like that's fair he goes alright man <laughs> <laughs> But that's, that's Kev, man. Funny, that's all. Man. That's all love, bro. You know, that's that's just love. That's man. fucking hilarious, yeah. dude. Yeah, but that's bro. cool because you guys have that rapport, and you guys are comics too. So it's yeah. like it's different. This guy, he's not a comic. I just wanted to hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hurt him, dude. Yeah. I was like, bro, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Dude. You're trying to take my my all the shit that I've learned from other people and say it was because of you yeah. that I fucking proposed to her. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, dude. How's your split relationship, you fucking asshole? Yeah. Think bro. about that. Yeah, and 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 so and, and really, people who genuinely help you for you, they don't ever bring that back up. Yeah, and I give them all the credit, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and and you know, as a person, to give them that credit, yeah. you know, you know the the credit you got to give to. You know, you have the you have those list of people to think about yeah, when you get your man. Oscar. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. I'm like, how do you do you know, yeah, sir? Yeah, yeah. No, no, you just leave it alone. He's one know? of those dudes. It's like, yo, man, I can't wait to go to the wedding. I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck said you were invited, bro? Are you going to be working as a caterer? Or what's what's going on? What, how are you you sneaking in or what's what's up? Oh yeah, fucking weirdo. Uh, it ain't happening, bro. Oh shit, man, we are hour in, bro. Damn, that's an hour. Yeah, dude, that shit was. A hey, smooth yo, what's ass. up? What's up with this advice? <laughs> Come on, let's get it in, bro, because I know it's what you wanted. I know <laughs> we, what you wanted. We got another podcast guest coming though. Damn, we should have. You know what it is? Is because you're really good at talking, dude. Oh, okay. Most people. All right, continue. Yeah, we always say, yeah, keep talking about it, man. <laughs> but I think because a lot of, man, fuck, I forgot about that shit, but uh, it's all good, I man. always wanted, I kind of wanted to be like, advice, but, but I nah, know man, our conversation was, was fire, so bro. All right, for sure. Yeah, but man, y'all got to check out his podcast, man. This guy's one of the- Check out the podcast. Hey, I, I, I kept it super real on, on this podcast, so you can only imagine how, how, how a trill I keep it on keeping it a trill. So. Yeah, man. And I always say, too, like, if you guys are listening to a lot of people who do podcasts, the best people who do podcasts are comics, man. Cause it's just Thank open. You, it's like no holds bar, man. That's yeah. why I love having comics on here, dude. Yeah. Just because, like I've, I mentioned this before, I've had people on this here on here who said they had great stories, but they couldn't speak to save their life. Mm. So I've been like, we're not uploading this. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Oh, When's that going up? I was like, in order for me to save your career, <laughs> I'm not putting this up. <laughs> I was like, because you sucked. Yeah. Like it was hard. Because yeah. people look at what we do and they go, oh, I could do it. Yeah. It's like. Be my guest. It ain't easy. I still have hard times of like trying to uh, do these selfie videos because your, your videos are really impressive when you like when you when you uh, telling people to like swipe up. Yeah, and you're and you're, and you're uh, kind of promoting the podcast of what you just talked about. I'm still trying to get to that of like talking to the camera. Hey, what's going on, guys? How's everybody doing? I Bro, just started that shit, dude. Really? I started because I have a Patreon and I started uh, vlogging again. Mm. That shit's so hard. Like the first videos, I'm vlogging. I'm like this. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm in a restaurant right now. <laughs> you really got to not give a fuck about Bro, people's personal space. Yeah, that, that too. <laughs> you have to you have to get over the fact that everybody's going to look at you going, oh, my God. Yeah. You're on the camera. And you get to, it's it. I commend the people who prank people at Walmart, pranking like these. Like, I don't like it. You're really an asshole. And I really can't wait for the person to prank me in Walmart. I'll be in Walmart walking around waiting for that fucking prank to happen. Like, yeah. what's up? You're going to throw a towel on me? You're going to throw rice on me? Like, what's, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know it's a fucking prank and you're fucking with me. Yes, yeah, so I see people who vlog and I'm not knocking them, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny to me and it's kind of socially awkward. Yeah. But I do understand 
why they have to because when you when you're performing to a camera whether you're in public or not people can sense when you're uncomfortable mm. so there was a couple of clips where i'm like hey guys i'm at this restaurant it's my favorite restaurant i'll tell you it's so delicious it's you're trying to be quiet too, I'm, trying to be, <laughs> I'm trying to be mad quiet about it and i looked at the footage i'm like i can't use this i wouldn't watch this shit dude don't do that I so know. now i when i do these vlogs i try to go away from people a little bit we're still in public but it's not in anybody's personal space mm. so i'm trying to be mindful of that yeah. i don't give a fuck now if it's embarrassing for me mm-hmm. i do care if i'm disrupting somebody else's day though. yeah i don't yeah. want to do that and if you're with your your crew sometimes you get they know what you're doing so they're like all right i'm gonna blog real quick and then yeah. it's cool but yeah if you're if you're on it that's another thing i can't I, I tell my girl i'm like hey babe is it cool if i go live for like 10 minutes yeah you know what i'm saying because if i go live bro she knows mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna be completely committed to these 13 people watching me <laughs> these 13 <laughs> strong 13 strong too. 13 bro Hell yeah live is hard though because even if you have like i have a half a million followers it's only gonna be like maybe two thousand three thousand there right so the percentage is small so oh, that, yeah. make, that makes sense oh, yeah yeah so whenever i got to 40k bro i got like 23 viewers one time like yeah. at once because you know how sometimes when you because when you when you end your live it'll tell you oh it was actually for you, it would be like, it was actually 70,000 people watching yeah. or whatever, whatever the number nah, I is. I wish, bro. It's like 2,000. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, but it'll, yeah, it'll show me 24 that are currently watching, but then whenever I end it, it'll be like, actually, you had a solid 32. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I had a friend. This is how much of an asshole I am sometimes. And um, I keep saying friend, but I say it's an acquaintance that I kind of <laughs> like, but I don't. <laughs> but this motherfucker, he uh, did an Instagram live. And mind you, followers maybe 30 or 40 followers i'm not knocking on that but that just means that you have 30 or 40 followers we all know each other dude mm. so when you say hey guys this is what i'm doing bitch who are you talking to <laughs> motherfucker you talking to me gary uh trin and Bang. just say our names just say our names just bro our who names. the fuck are you ta- so he he did this instagram live and this motherfucker was showing us his breakfast i got on signed on and i was like stop embarrassing yourself turn the shit off <laughs> and he shuts it off he goes yo why are you gonna do me like that bro i'm like bro you have like 30 or 45 we know each other we're friends who are you performing to i was like are you trying to be like an influencer if you are all good just let me know just let me know let me know i just thought it was funny that you said hey guys we're all homies we don't give a he just got an instagram so he has like 30 followers yeah i was like we don't give a fuck about your age bro what the hell like give me a heads up yeah so you know i kind of i think like he wanted to try try being an influencer but i didn't know that yeah so i was just kind of clouding on him i'm like yeah shut this shit off you're embarrassing yourself You're a dick. Bro. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but uh, we're just keeping it real. Yeah, <laughs> keeping it trail, keep y'all. Trail, you feel me? But anyways, guys, you can catch us on uh, Spotify, podcast, iTunes, whatever. Give us that five star. We're up every Thursday and Sundays, and this is what I love about the podcast, man. It's just dope conversation about random shit. Yeah, it always ends up being something amazing, man. This is how smooth. This is how I know it went so smooth. You didn't introduce me this this episode. Oh, I didn't. Oh, fuck. That's how smooth it yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're just gonna go in it. Like, yeah. All right. they already know yeah. So today we have uh, Chris Sosa here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it in right now. So we have uh, Chris Sosa here. Uh, tell them where they can find you again. Y'all can find me on all platforms. Uh, my main thing platform that's popping is my IG, at Cristino Sosa, C-R-I-S-T-I-N-O, Sosa, S-O-S-A. Cool. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Placata.